If you find yourself in quicksand, the chances are you don't have the energy, the power to extricate yourself. Welcome to Chasing Greatness, the podcast where we help you win at work, win at home, and win at life. And it's a new week. We're talking winning at work today. We've been looking at smart leadership these last few weeks on Mondays. And today we're going to just continue to build on this idea of leading, living our lives really, but leading from the high ground, not in the quicksand. We all have this tendency when we're leading stuff, we get this important opportunity in front of us. We start making progress. The next thing you know, we find ourselves bogged down. Some of you right now, you can literally relate to this idea of spinning your wheels. You just you just don't have traction in your life. And the truth is, you're wondering how you're gonna get out of this mess. I, I think we've got some good news for you today. We've got a chance to help us expand our energy. That's what we're talking about today. Now, let me let me review for those who have not been listening the last couple of weeks. I hope you'll go back and check those out. But if you, if you haven't had a chance to, uh, we, we're reviewing really this content that we created around the book, Smart Leadership, that Mark Miller wrote this last year. It's a great book. If you haven't had a chance to pick up your copy, I hope you'll go to our website, leadeveryday.com. Mark and I have all our resources there. We give all the money away to, to charity, so go buy a bunch of them. It will help the world if you'll if you'll purchase a copy, uh, leadeveryday.com. All our resources are there. A lot of great stuff there. Uh, just give a little plug there for leadeveryday.com. Uh, but as we think about smart leadership, it, it, it really, the language we use was about this idea of we find ourselves in the quicksand. And I said on week one, nobody gets in the quicksand on purpose. Nobody, nobody really wants to be in the quicksand when they, when they get there. But some of us, we just get to this point in our leadership where we're, we really are bogged down. We're at a hard place right now. And you're up against, you're up against something really challenging and you find yourself just spinning your wheels. You've plateaued, you're stuck, however you want to say it. it it's, it's so easy to lose heart. And so we said you got you got a couple of options. You can you can just try to swim, and that's exhausting. We said you can die. I mean, not uh, you know I said not literally die, but your dreams die, your team dies, the morale dies, everything around you just is not really flourishing. When leaders are healthy, the stuff around them should be flourishing. When they're when when it's not flourishing, it's really because the leader a lot of times is just stop. We stop growing, and when we're when we're stuck. It's really hard for the stuff around us to grow. But the, the third choice that we have to make is we can lead from the high ground, and that really is about our choices. We said your choices are your your superpower. It's 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 so cool that we have this opportunity to choose. And on, on smart choice number one, when we had a chance to meet with the best leaders really in the world, they, they told us you got to confront reality. You got to live in reality. On week one, I talked actually the first couple of weeks, I talked about this idea of making sure that you know where you are. You got to start there. You don't have to stay there, but you do have to start there. And now last week and this week, we're talking about growing capacity. And this last week, uh, you know, our, our way to do that was to we said to stop and think. We want to make sure that we're that we're spending some time uh just really thinking about where we are with our capacity and, and connecting that back to our reality and all those things. We gave you some things last week you can do to, to uh, work on your calendar and some of those things. But today I want to talk about just your own personal energy. When it comes to the leadership quicksand, could your problem simply be that you don't have the power to extricate yourself? You, you know what you need to do, but you don't have the stamina to get it done. If that's where you are, it really could be an energy problem. And fortunately, 
You can choose to expand your energy. You can choose to grow your energy, however you want to think of, of that. But your, your energy is really your, your, it's what your capacity, a lot of what your capacity is about. It's about your own personal energy. You do need a structure around you. You need a team around you. We talked about reviewing your crew on week two. But this idea of having the personal energy to, to get the job done is a big deal. And, and the, the physical component is, is going to be a critical uh, piece of the puzzle, but that's not the only piece. You got mental energy, you got relational energy, emotional energy. They're, they're, all of those are necessary to lead from the high ground. The best leaders I know, they, they audit their energy. They, they take an inventory on what's going on with their energy and they steward what they have, constantly choosing uh, to expand their stockpile of energy at every opportunity. You want all the energy you can get. At the end of the day, do you have anything left to give as you think about it? This is an important question to consider. At the end of the day, do you have anything left to give? Because if you're like me, you're going to leave what it is you're doing at work, and that, which is it is what we're talking about today. But we're going to on Wednesday we're going to talk about what it means to lead at home as well. We always talk about winning at home, and and we say if you win at work and you lose at home, that's really you, you still lose. And so I want to. I want to challenge you to not go home empty every day, but you want to make sure that you have enough left over to, to give to those people that matter most to you. But there's some things here I want you to remember. And then, then a couple of things Mark talks about in the book, I'll, I'll give us today to consider. So the things to remember, just a couple of things here. First of all, you're responsible for your level of energy. That is not someone else's job to to maintain your energy for you. You really are responsible for your level of energy. And if you think about your energy right now and it is waning, it is your tank is running dry. We, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago as well. If, if your tank is, is less than full, that's your job to make sure you pull into the energy filling station. What, it, what is it that you're doing to fill your energy? And we'll give you some ideas here in a second. But, but let's make sure that we own that, that. We're responsible for that. Secondly, Energy can be expanded. It, it, it's, you know, when we think about energy in the, in the universe, <laughs> that's, that's a concept, you know, that's beyond my pay grade here. But I'm going to tell you this, your energy, your personal energy can be expanded just like, you know, energy can, can grow and be manipulated um, in, in, when it comes to, you know, the universe and all that stuff. It, it, it can happen in the life of a leader that expect, that that energy can grow. There really are some things that you can do to make sure you have the energy that you need. And then the third thing I would say is servant leaders, and I want to I want to camp there for just a second and remind you that if you're going to chase greatness, greatness is defined by in in my mind it's, it was defined by Jesus. The greatest is going to be the servant. It's going it's going to be the person who understands that your life is not about you. It, it really is. It, it's about you helping other people win as well. And when you do that, to me, that makes you a winner. And so servant leaders, let's use that term, servant leaders have enough energy for themselves and for others. It's not enough for me to have enough energy to do the things that I want to do. I want to make sure I have enough energy to you know get through my day. I want to make sure I have enough energy to you know, play a good round of golf. I want to make sure I have enough energy to have a conversation with me. Well, that, that's all great, but I want to make sure I have enough energy to not only take care of my own life and my own schedule and the things that I have going, 
But I want to make sure that I have enough energy to let others around me borrow some of my energy. You know, if you've been leading for a while, that the people around you are going to need to borrow energy from you because there are a lot of people around your life who are drained, they're struggling. We, we just talked about on Friday, you know, we got one out of every three people now saying they have mental health concerns. Did an episode on depression. If you didn't hit that, uh, you might need to check that out. I, I encourage you to go back and listen to that. But as you think about the people around you, who needs to borrow some of your energy? Do you have enough to, to make sure that you can help them, not just help yourself, but you can help them as well? I think it's so important for us to do that. So in the book, um, Mark gives this quote from Benjamin Franklin. I, I like this quote. Ben Franklin once said, energy and persistence conquer all things. I think there's just something about uh, this, this idea of energy that actually positions us to have persistence. You're, you, you can't even stay in the fight. You can't even stay, you know, let's keep trying if you don't have energy. And it, it's so important for us to do that. But he gives us some things in here that we can do um, to, um, to, to, to really audit our energy. Let's, let's think about these. I'm going to, I want to give you four little questions that, that are laid out here in, in the book, smart leadership. And I'd encourage you to, to, to think about where you are on these. You might even give yourself a, a score on, on a scale of one to 10 or even one to five, however you want to scale this, just all five of, or all four of these, just give yourself a little score here. So the first question is, do you have an ample supply of physical energy to excel in your life? Not just to get through your life, but to excel in life. Do you have the physical energy that you need? How are you doing there on a scale of one to 10? You know, are you, are you just kind of, eh, I'm getting by, I'm passing the class six or seven, or are you waking up every day just brimming with energy? You've got what you need to do your best to feel energized. All right, here's number two. Do you have enough mental energy to avoid the fog and, and to think clearly, critically, and creatively throughout any given day? I think some of us, we, we just go through our day and we don't really have the mental energy we need to stay focused throughout the day. We find ourselves in a fog. We're not thinking clearly. We don't think critically. We, we, we don't want to be people who are critical, but we do want to think critically. We want to think, okay, if I do this, what's going to happen? If I do that, what's going to happen? When, I, when Critical thinking is so important. For, most of us don't give a lot of thought to, to what's going on. To think creatively. Do you have time built into your life where you can think creatively, where you can, can spend some time thinking about different ways to do things, thinking about how to reinvent yourself, how to reinvent what's going on around your life. And, and if you don't have the mental energy to do that, then you, you're going to give yourself a lower score here. But I hope right now you would go, man, I, I'm, I'm doing really great. I've got the mental energy I need. If there's a little bit of fog going on, what are you going to do about that? I'm going to give you some things to think about in a second. All right, I got two more here. Do you have adequate energy to maintain productive and life-giving relationships at work and at home? Your relationships are part of where that energy is going to it's going to be spent. And so do you have adequate energy to maintain really great life-giving relationships at work and at home, not just at work? That's what we're talking about today, but do you have enough left over to give at home? How are you doing there on a scale of one to 10? And then, and then finally, I have sufficient energy available to fuel significant emotional connections. I think so many times we get with people and we're really not emotionally connected. We're in the same room, but we are not on the same page so to speak. And I just want to encourage you to, to really look in the mirror here. How are you doing? 
at, at, at your energy level? Do you have the energy available to fuel significant emotional connections? Give yourself a score on, on a scale of one to 10. And as you think about those four questions, how are you doing? If you're, if you're struggling, let, let's, let's take a little bit of a look here at what we'll call an energy management plan from smart leadership. So Mark, talks about something we talked about just a couple of weeks ago, this idea of, we, we called it move, but Mark says exercise. And I, I just want to remind you again of the importance of exercise in your life. Some of you are doing really well at that. You've got it built into your calendar. It is something that's, that you, I mean, it's a routine, it's a habit. You wouldn't think about skipping it. And then, then, then there's others of us who are listening and you're going, man, I'm, I meant to do that. I need to do that. I, I did that for a while. I've gotten off, you know, off, off track with it. And I need to, I need to lock in and, and get something going this week today, go out, do something, go for a walk, go for a run, go to the gym, whatever it is you do, what, you know, what, what's your, your routine that you had before or what works for you. And let's just get moving. It, it, it's, it's crazy what happens to our energy level when we move. That's what we said a couple of weeks ago. And, and, you know, Mark's validating that right here. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think we would need anybody to tell us that we need to be moving at this point. We hear it all the time. And yet how many of us, we still are not moving very much at all. I, I, I want to encourage you to, to exercise. Uh, the second thing here is, is the idea of fuel, uh, and, and fluids, which is what we talked about. We talked about, uh, Fuel, we called it just a couple of weeks ago. Same language here, and and it's about your nutrition and your hydration. And I'm not going to say a lot about that, but I, I do want to encourage you if you've not given attention to that to, to to do that. Well, what you know, how much do you need to hydrate? Take your body weight, divide it in half. You need to be drinking at least that many ounces of water every day, and then you need to be eating fruits and vegetables, and and you know. Cut out a lot of the, the sugary stuff. I mean, you, you know what to do here, but but how many of us still, we don't have the energy that we need, and it's because we're not doing what we know we're supposed to do when it comes to our nutrition. And I, I want to give you permission today to start over and do the right thing today. You'll never regret doing the right thing. And my experience has been I always regret when I don't do the right thing. And so join me today. Let's try to do the right thing today. And, and, and then we'll get up again tomorrow and try to do the right thing tomorrow. All right, number three here in our energy management plan, it's been proven that sleep will actually uh, expand our energy. And, and how many of us are, are sleep deprived? I can tell you, according to Gallup, uh, it's 40% of Americans are clinically sleep deprived. And I'm not a doctor, but I know when it, like the word clinically, it's like th this is a problem here. 70% of people admit that they're not getting enough sleep right now in our, in, in our, in the U S uh, and it's no different around the world. A UK study found that sleep deprived people are seven times more likely to feel helpless and five times more likely to feel lonely. We just talked about loneliness last week. We're at about 36% of people saying right now, uh, that, that they're feeling lonely it, it, which is crazy uh, when, when you consider like that's more than one out of every three people are feeling lonely right now. And, and, and one of the things that's causing that is we're sleep deprived. I mean, it, it's like, which sounds crazy if you think about it, cause you're by yourself when you're asleep, <laughs> but you know, uh, and, and then, you know, there's all kind of other things that, you know, when you look at the, the, the sleep research, uh, the safety administration, you, you know, the national highway safety administration, 
uh, linked 1.2 million accidents and 8,000 deaths every year to to drowsy driving. I mean, think about that: 1.2 million accidents and 8,000 people dying every year because they're not getting enough sleep when when they're driving a vehicle. Uh, it the the sleep uh, crisis in the U.S., Japan, U.K., Germany, Canada. Those, those, what is that, five countries, it's estimated to cost about $680 billion per year. And, 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 then, and then if you want to just, just make this real personal, the lack of sleep has been linked to, to seven of the top 15 leading causes of death in the U.S. In the US. Our, our lack of sleep is literally killing, as Mark said. And so I, I think there's, there's a good chance that you're listening to this and, and you're going, man, I, I do need... I need to pay attention to my rest a little more, to my sleep, and I really want to encourage you to do that. So if you're going to win at work, this, this sounds like something we'd say on a win at life episode, but if you're going to win at work, we got to get more rest. Um, a couple other things here, I'll just leave you with this, the idea of recreation. You know, What are you doing to, to have some fun as well? If you're going to increase your energy, you can't work all the time. If you're going to win at work, you can't work all the time. It, it just... Let's just, can we at some point go, this work is never going to go away. And if I'm going to be my best at work, I got to take care of myself outside of work. Again, that, that we'll talk about that some as we go forward. And then and then finally, uh, we just talked about it a moment ago, but this idea of your relationships. that Do you have life-giving relationships in your life? If not, why not? Why are you spending all your time with draining people? That makes no sense when it comes to your energy. The people around you need you to be at your best, and, and some of the draining people are going to need you to spend time with people who are putting life into you so that you will have something to give when you get for, with people who need to borrow some from you. you don't, I'm not saying don't spend time with with draining people. But if you're spending all your time with draining people, you're going to be drained. And some of you, as you do a little checkup right now, it, it really would be wise for you to think through who you're spending your time with. And is that depleting your energy, depleting your energy, depleting your energy, and now you don't have any energy. You're going to need to, to spend some time relationally with people who are uh, putting some some life into you. So so that's it for today. As we think about expanding our energy, uh, really growing our capacity, it's under this umbrella of choice number two to grow our capacity. We said your, your capacity to grow determines your capacity to lead. If you're going to really lead at a high level, lead really from the high ground, you're going to need to choose to grow your capacity. you got big stuff coming in your life that you need to be ready to handle. Big projects, big goals, big opportunities, big challenges. Frankly, some of us, we have hard stuff that we're, we're about to experience, and we need to have the capacity to be able to handle that emotionally and mentally and physically. And there are really some things that we can do to position ourselves to have the capacity we need, and, and our energy is going to be a, a, a big part of that. Yes, your structure is important. Yes, the people, the systems, all that stuff around you. But at some level, we got to start by looking in the mirror and say, do I have the energy I need to be able to help the people around me win? Which is really, again, if you're going to chase greatness, you want to help the people around you get better. So I challenge you today to pick one thing as you go into this week to go ahead and today 
name it. Like, what is the one area that we've talked about here that you would say, I need to give a little bit of attention to this? Is it your sleep? Is it your relationships? Is it your food? Is it your hydration? Is it, you know, you, you pick the spot and say, I am going to do something this week. I'm going to exercise this week every day, and I'm just going to see what happens. Just put it to the test. I've never had anybody come to me and say, I've been exercising too much. I've been eating too good. I got too many life-giving relationships, and, 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 and yet my life just is terrible. That, that just doesn't happen. The people that I get around who are life-giving, and I start paying attention to what they're doing, they typically are committed to moving. <laughs> they eat well. They take care of their relationships. They're they're just they're, they're able to give life to me because they are allowing life to come into them. And the people who, uh, if you get around them and they're draining, it's typically because they're making some decisions that uh, ultimately will let them be drained. And so I just want to again pick one thing. Let's make some progress and and let's remember that without the the energy that we are supposed to have, we're going to have a hard time helping the people around us. All right, let's pick one thing. Love to hear your stories. Anything you got there, send us a, uh, a, a note uh, in the comments. Uh, love to continue to hear from you. Uh, thanks for all you're doing to help us grow the channel. If you can think of somebody today that you care about and you want to help them, there may be some things we talked about today will be an encouragement. You might even encourage them to listen and then, Say, hey, let's grab a cup of coffee and talk about some of this. I'm struggling. I need somebody to bounce some stuff off of. I need somebody to hold me accountable. And and uh, I, I think that, that could be helpful there as you do that. Also, thanks for helping us grow the channel. We're, we're so excited about the number of people that are downloading. It's been great lately. And that's happening because you've been helping us. You've been continuing to share with the people that you care about. And I hope you'll continue to do that. All right. Love you guys. We'll see you in a couple of days. Have a great week.